we want to get to know the folks. We just don't want them to be another number in our book. We want them to know us. And life's busy. We get it. Courtney spends every month sending out a letter, or call, phone call, email. Hey, it's time to review your policy. Maybe nothing changed, but maybe it did. And we want to look at adjusting something. Well, and then, of course, like when a claim comes up, yeah. do you want to be calling an 800 number or do you want to call someone that you actually know to mm-hmm. help you? Mm-hmm. And if you are having trouble getting your claim processed, because the agent's not going to be the one actually in touch with you then. You're going right. to be passed off to a claim representative. Mm-hmm. And we make calls to claim reps all the time mm-hmm. to make sure that things are moving along, things are getting communicated. So a lot of times mm-hmm. people are just really thankful that they have someone who will actually step in and help with that kind of stuff versus like, you're just another number to another claim rep. There's a place in Southern Oregon filled with gorgeous natural beauty, friendly yet independent people, and a mild, comfortable climate. That place is called Grants Pass. These are the stories of the people that live and work in Josephine County. These are the movers and shakers that make this place the best. This is Grants Pass VIP. Skyler and Courtney Takini run the Takini Insurance Agency in Phoenix, Oregon. Skyler met Courtney in high school and they've been together ever since. They married in 2005 on a snowy January day in Wisconsin. Today, they have three extraordinary children, Vincent, Bowen, and Amelia. They lived in Klamath Falls for nine years after they were married. Skyler worked for Columbia Distributing and Courtney for Gerald Wynn. Skyler received a promotion opportunity that relocated their family to Portland. Missing the country life, they then moved in with Courtney's grandparents on their 80-acre property in Wisconsin and assisted them with the care of the property. At that point, Skyler began his career in insurance. As time went on, they jumped at the chance to move back to Southern Oregon, where they are now teamed up with Farmers Insurance with their new agency. And that is where we're having our conversation with them today. Skyler and Courtney, welcome to Grants Pass VIP. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Why don't you let everyone know, besides what we heard from your bio, let everyone know a little bit uh, about where they might know you from. Um, some might recognize myself. I run the Medford Youth Football Tackle League. Um, so we do work with the Grants Pass Youth Football League up there. Um, we're part of the Medford Chamber. Um, so we do a lot of stuff with them. And I'm the president of our elementary school's parent-teacher organization, so we're pretty involved with our kids' activities, so we're definitely out in the community that way. Excellent. So, did you grow up in the area? How did you end up here? So, I was born and raised in Klamath Falls. Then we moved to the Midwest, this and that, and when we decided to come back to Southern Oregon um, to open up the agency... We chose Medford because it's growing, Josephine's growing, Jackson County's growing. We thought it'd be a good good spot to set our roots and grow our business. And you have some family. Yep, I got some well, family so. here as well. Yeah. Oh, great. And, and you? Um, my family's all on the East Coast, so I'm just... Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and how long have you been here for? We moved in uh, February of 2019 um, into this area on this side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> Fabulous. 
Why do you choose to work here, work and live here? Is it mainly, was it mainly based on professional to begin with, based on where to set up an agency or? Uh, yeah, we were looking at, you know, which agencies were available, like in, you know, in the state of Oregon and what areas we felt like would be a best fit for us. Um, we, you know, lived outside of Portland for a little while and it was a very little while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Realized that was not a good fit for our family. So we're looking for other areas that were, were growing, but not like too urban. So sure, this, this is a good Community a good is important to us. And when you're in a big, big city, it, sometimes it's hard to get into that small community feeling where I think the areas around here, you could really do that. Excellent. So farmer's insurance, how did you end up in this field? Well, I started in the industry in um, 2016, yep, working for another carrier in the Midwest. And um, after a couple, three years, I'm like, you know, well, this would be a good thing that Courtney and I could do together. Um, and so we started researching what what organization to represent would be good um, would be good for a small business opportunity. Um, there's lots of different ways to go about it in the insurance world, but Farmers kind of has a good niche in the middle, mm -hmm. independent side or captive side. Um, so we sat down with um, a district area and talked with them pretty heavily and on our opportunities and that it felt like that was the right route to go at this so all right and insurance itself why why insurance what drew you toward that well it was something so I've always been in the sales aspect of things running sales teams oh. um, and then when we moved to the Midwest the ca carrier called and said hey we'd like to talk to you and that would be a good change in pace um, try it out and so after doing it for a couple of years you get to meet a lot of people and you get to, you get to help them make sure they got their um, make sure they're covered properly for their um, belongings for their home auto life all that stuff so it's a, it's a neat industry because where you can really get out and meet people help people um, so I kind of gravitated that towards myself is it something that you recommend to others I mean, obviously, you're not looking for local competition or anything, but in terms of in general, is it a lifestyle and a... And a... I, I mean, I think it depends on the person because it yeah. can be... Um, I mean, obviously, like in the sales aspect of it, you know, obviously, you're usually not in any kind of a crisis situation, but the calls that you get later for claims and stuff, you are helping people mm -hmm. usually through pretty traumatic experiences. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you have to have the right personality to be able to guide people through that, both on the front end and the back end of it. And obviously, we purchased the agency very, like, right before the Almeida fire, so we had a lot mm -hmm. of claims. It was a very, very stressful difficult time to go through so I mean you have to have a pretty strong personality and really like actually care about your clients to be yeah. able to get through a situation like that um, it's not for everyone yeah absolutely <laughs> T tell me more about your experiences with that with the fire well, we, I mean, our office obviously didn't burn down, um, but we were, you know, it literally burned all the way around mm -hmm. our office pretty much. Um, so, and Farmers owns Foremost Insurance, which is like the primary manufactured home 
um, insurer. Mm. And, you know, obviously most of the properties that burned down were manufactured homes. So we had a very significant number of mm-hmm. clients that lost their homes in, in comparison, like, you know, we don't even really have that many policies in force, but we had claims for about 10% of them, which is wow. huge compared to even the very large offices that we talked to. I think the closest that came up was like 5%. Yeah. So, I mean, we were just way out of the water as far as um, being affected by that particular um, catastrophe. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we just, we spent literally months basically only being able to help people with claims. And obviously that was lost sales time. And then you obviously get back charge commission on all the canceled policies. Mm. So it was a pretty, it was a very difficult thing to get through as mm-hmm. fairly young business owners. You know, obviously that was right on, well, in the midst of COVID as well. And so we were like, hey, if we can make it through these two things, like <laughs> surely you, yeah. we can make it through just about anything. So they're about the two most, you know, incredible things yeah. that business owners could go through it still out there doing it so oh that's great that's great so so right now what is your what's your top selling service kind of justice seems like depending on what is happening out there with claims and in marketing um i'd say we're going a lot of we're really focusing on commercial insurance right now Mm -hmm. um trying to and that's kind of one passion of ours with courtney having her mba in business is really trying to get out there and not just provide a service of insurance for the business owner, but help them. You know, we know what it takes to be, to run a business and we know there's a lot of ups and downs. And so just not helping them with insurance, but just, you know, being there to, to talk to, yeah. have an ear to listen to, Hey, we're struggling in this. Yeah, we know Or you know, let's try, have you tried this? You know, just a guide. So yeah. I would say right now, and when you say commercial insurance, it's so broad. Yeah. There's so much different, things out there that you have to have for, so. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously we're, you know, we are very involved with the chamber and volunteer a lot Mm -hmm. there, so we have a pretty strong network. So if someone needs help with a certain thing, we have a lot of people that we can refer to that we know very personally and know that would really take care of them for for that particular need. So yeah, because I the book of business that we purchased is obviously mostly personal lines, but commercial lines is really uh, farmers excels there. The personal lines area, obviously, things are there's a lot of inflation issues, yeah. also wildfire risk issues mm-hmm. on the personal line side, um, which you know makes it a little harder. But the commercial area is is a great great area yeah. for us to to focus on marketing wise right now. Um, Good. So. so you've got the networking aspect, like through the chamber and so forth, mm-hmm. uh, and everything else that you guys yeah. do. And then beyond that, is there any other ways that you're marketing to, to find more customers in that area? Um, we we are in like um, business networking groups. Yeah. Um, we brought on Mike Levins, and he's in one. We're both in one. So that that's always once a week. And I think it's part of networking is just the stuff you're volunteering for, right? Mm-hmm. Getting out there, people getting to know you and all the extra activities we do, which we do a lot of that focusing around our our kids. Yeah. Obviously, that's kind of where a lot of our time and energy goes into. And so you we work out, we just figure out how do we do that plus market our business, you know? 
we don't have a lot of like an advertising budget no. or anything mm-hmm. like that. Being a, a smaller agency, we just we don't have a lot of funds for that, uh, especially for the more expensive types. Yeah. Um, we find that the return on just like the personal referral networking is much better anyway, because a lot of the times if you're advertising, a lot of the people that you're getting are people who are always quoting their insurance every six months and probably mm. going to leave pretty quickly anyway. And we definitely are we're working on building a more organic business with, with people that plan to, you know, not be shopping their insurance every six months. Yeah. Yeah. Makes <laughs> want, sense. Want someone who sees the value of having a personal service yeah. and excellent relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. So with your business as a whole, what are you most excited about right now? I think the growth, probably being able to bring on an employee, and you know what what else would a couple years, three years look like? Will we able to bring on like a customer service, mm-hmm. you know, to help us with the phones where we could keep maybe that might be. I mean, that's kind of exciting to think about as a small business owner, um, trying to you know employ another person, help a person out that way. I mean, for me, anyways. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think just getting better at what mm-hmm. we do, like yeah. you know, with time just you get experience you can do things faster we can serve more clients more mm-hmm. efficiently um and just know our product yeah. um really well so that's important to us not to just be like oh let's give them you know the cheapest quote yeah. we can it's really making sure that they the client has what they need yeah we i mean we strive to be you know an advisor you know you have mm-hmm. an advisor for your medical you have an advisor for your finances well insurance is actually believe it on the top three or five of your your day-to-day you know that's protecting you financially if you caused an accident or you did something or if you lose your home or your business and so if you're gonna have an advisor for your health and your money you should have an advisor protecting yourself and that's where we want to cut that's where we come into you know guide you the for the most the proper coverages you need perfect Okay, let's take a break from that conversation. I wanted to bring up a question for you. During these crazy times, do you feel like your business is indestructible? Most people don't. And if not, the real question is why? And what can you do to make it as indestructible as possible? Well, that's the basis of my new book, Nine Ways to Amazon Proof Your Business. Let me talk about what we discuss in the first chapter, determine focus. So one of the main ways that you can Amazon proof your business is by determining the focus of your business. And the real problem isn't that you're not doing enough. The real problem is, is that you may be doing too many things in too many places. So one of the things I suggest is decide whether your focus is going to be acquisition, ascension, or monetization. And I go into the details of what that means in this chapter. It's really the only three ways that you can grow your business. And if you just do that one step of determining focus, you can have a huge change in your entire business. But I also have eight other ways to Amazon proof your business. Basically the idea of making it competition proof to even someone as big as amazon.com. So if you'd like to get your hands on a free copy of my book, go to amazonproofbook.com. Sign up and you will get a free copy and get the chance to purchase a physical copy of it for a special price. In addition to that, if you happen to be in the Josephine County area or nearby and you're looking to have a speaker come and discuss these type of issues with your organization, club, or group of friends, then I have a limited calendar that I may be able to fit you into. 
Go check out brianjpombo.com slash speaking and fill out the application. We'll be sure and get back to you on that. And now let's get back to our show. If there's one thing you can change about your business, what would it be? Rates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you always want to have more competitive rates, yeah. you know, um, because like a lot of times it's like you, you get this person and you're like, oh, this would be a fantastic client. And then it just comes out a little higher than you'd like. And, yeah. you know, you can't. And you really don't have any control no. whatsoever, do you? No, you I mean, besides, you know, checking on certain discounts yeah. and certain things yeah. like that. Yeah. Like a lot of times the, the, the rating is the rating based mm-hmm. on, you know, different things they have in their past, with yep. their previous mm-hmm. insurance. All, there's just, there's a lot of factors that go into it. Mm-hmm. And most of them are out of our control. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. So. Yeah. But rates, yeah, it's hard. Some come, you know, farmers has to be cautious, you know, careful because they got to make sure they have the funds there to pay out if mm-hmm. the catastrophic claims happen. And you have other carriers that are maybe bigger than farmers, bigger nationwide, have a better market share. Mm-hmm. So then they could play with their rates and be a little more aggressive. Got it. If we were to talk again, say 12 months from now, and we were going to look back over the past year, what would have had to have happened for you to feel happy with your progress, both professionally and personally? Uh, we're, we're just coming out of like a super busy season yeah. of football yeah. where we're still in it a little bit. Um, so we spend so much time on that. We mm-hmm. don't really get to focus in on our business as much. Uh-huh. Um, but I think just like really actually executing on our marketing plan, which is reaching out to more businesses and Mm -hmm. writing them. Um, We have definitely some certain targets. You can see them on our board back there. They're (laughs) like, this is what we want to sell to like really get to where we want to be. We also haven't made a lot of progress since we started on selling life insurance. And that's an area that we're like, we haven't figured out how to, how to market this and how to reach out to in that area. So Mm -hmm. I think those would be the things is the like hitting our business targets and really breaking into selling life insurance. Great. That, that makes sense. What are the obstacles standing in your way of getting there? I, you know, like in life insurance, finding the folks that need it or that need to understand that how important it is. I mean, even when I was younger, I didn't think much of it. I should have, you know, because mm-hmm. the older you get, the more expensive it gets. Um, and why you should have it. So it's just, you know, finding the folks that want to sit down and really learn about it. I think that's one obstacle. Yeah. It's always finding that. And in, in business insurance, um, it takes a lot more time to quote business insurance than it does personal lines. So, like, if we get someone who's interested in getting their home and auto quoted, we oh, yeah. need very little information from them. It's a very quick process. Quoting business insurance mm-hmm. is there's more information that's needed. So a lot of times people will be like, oh yeah, I'd love to get a quote. But then getting them to actually provide you the information that you need to get them a quote. It, I mean, there's, I've been trying to quote the restaurant at the end here for three years. And we're always still talking about it. Yeah. But we still haven't been able to get the information. That <laughs> that's we not need. like business owners are busy. Or yeah, like I know. That's exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, like, so commercial insurance is very, 
It's great from a retention aspect because usually once you get those businesses in, like they don't want to mess with it. They want to keep their insurance there forever. It's wonderful. But getting them to think about switching, Mm -hmm. um, even though we do a lot of the research and stuff and make it as simple for people as possible, it still is really hard to get them to that place of like actually having enough information for like a real quote, not just like a guess, but like a real. Yeah. Yeah. So that's getting in front of them. Yeah. Just one well, mm-hmm. really just, you know, getting their attention for that period of time long enough to, <laughs> to get there because mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't want to go back and dig through their paperwork to find what you need or whatever. Yeah. Right? So it's just like, <sighs> <laughs> and it's important with commercial to really be spot on on what, what they're doing and how many, like their employee situation is and, you know, all that stuff, because that's how the insurance rates them. Um, and you want to make sure it's as accurate as possible, because you don't want a premium change midterm or into the term when they do a audit, um, financial audit. They will do that, because that's how insurance rates their, how they come up with the premium. You know, how much business are you doing? How much? So sometimes they just don't want to mess with that, right? Because they yeah. have to go back and do a little research. I can see how that would be an issue. And it's interesting because... Just for a little background for the listener, we, we met at the uh, V3 Connect uh, Business Expo mm-hmm. uh, here in Medford, and, and we're actually out in Phoenix. You guys are located, you're headquartered in Phoenix here, mm-hmm. and but when we were talking, you'd say, you, you know, your coverage is is, yeah. is pretty much the entire state, and mm-hmm. you, you, you've got clientele out in Josephine County and so forth. For someone that's looking, whether you're talking commercial or, or residential, mm-hmm. someone that's looking for insurance needs... What makes you different, would you say, from everybody else that's out there? Because from a consumer perspective, it's like, well, insurance is insurance. I may, sure. not, oh, I, yeah. I may not know what the difference is. What would you say the difference is that you provide? Well, I mean, things that we've heard from clients is, especially people who have switched, is like the agent was really helpful when they were getting signed up, but never answers their calls mm-hmm. afterward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if if service is important to you. Also, a lot of times, I mean, we see quotes on the personal line side where we can tell, oh, they didn't even realize they have a barn that's worth $50,000 not included on their quote. So people aren't really taking the time to actually look at the risk. Um, And then on the business insurance side, that's even magnified quite a bit more. We've seen policies that didn't even come close to matching what their business is. So if they want someone who's actually, like, if they're actually concerned about covering their assets in the event of a loss, they need to have an agent that actually is going to take a little extra time to observe the risk and provide them a recommendation. Yeah. Versus just pumping out a quote that they hope is less than someone else's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We ask, and you know, we ask questions, you know, we want to know about their situation. We want to know, you know, what, what do you, it, it goes as far as what do you do for a hobby? Well, I like to hunt. Okay. So you must have guns. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, do you have high value guns? Because on a home policy, it's going to only cover up to a certain amount mm-hmm. if it got stolen. Or maybe someone that has a lot of jewelry, you know. So you got to ask those questions because if you don't, yeah, you have some coverage, but you may not have enough to cover that certain item that is valued more than what the policy says they're going to cover. So then you have to add special endorsements. So, you know, we want to get to know the people instead of just 
hey, I need a home code. Okay, here you go. Five minutes, you have one done. But it might be the basics. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, $600. Well, the barn's not covered properly, or your ring, or your guns, or your art collection, um, card collection. Magic, Magic cards, believe oh, it or not. Wow. That's pretty big. Some folks have a lot of money into that. And a lot of companies don't cover that, Interesting. you know, where Farmers does. We want to get to know the folks. We just don't want them to be another number in our book. We want, you know, we want to know them. We want them to know us. We try, and, and life's busy, we get it. But we do send out a, Courtney spends every month sending out a letter, or call, phone call, email. Hey, it's time to review your policy. Maybe nothing changed, but maybe, you know, it did. And we want to look at adjusting something. Well, and then, of course, like when a claim comes up, yeah. do you want to be calling an 800 number or do you want to call someone that you actually know to mm -hmm. help you? Mm -hmm. And if you are having trouble getting your claim processed, because the agent's not going to be the one actually in touch with you then. You're going right. to be passed off to a claim representative. Mm -hmm. And we make calls to claim reps all the time mm -hmm. to make sure that things are moving along, things are getting communicated. So a lot of times mm -hmm. people are just really thankful that they have someone who will actually step in and help with that kind of stuff versus like you're just another number to another claim rep. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's pretty important. And the claim reps, they're busy, so they have a list. But when an agent calls, sometimes they get bumped up. Yeah. So we've seen that. Get a little know. bit of expediting there. Yeah. Right exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. well, fabulous. Yeah. What could a listener do? who's interested in finding out more about what you offer here at your agency? Well, obviously they can call us because, you know, we're <laughs> happy to have a personal relationship with people. Um, and then, you know, we were we have social email, email, Facebook. Mm -hmm. We have a website. No, that's okay. We could add that yes. in. Yeah. We'll, we'll have we'll have the contact info <laughs> yes. uh, in the description. You okay. Can check that out there. Thank you so much, Courtney Schuyler, yeah. for being on Grants Pass VIP. Yeah, thank you, Brian. I really enjoy meeting with people who are willing to put it all on the line and just get out there and say, hey, this is what we got. <laughs> you know, and, that, and that's what's great about Skyler and Courtney. They're very genuine and they're not all about that we know everything. You know, that attitude that you sometimes get from people where it's like, we, we've got this handle, we got you covered. They're not know-it-alls. I kind of get the feeling that if they don't know something, they can find it out for you. And they have that kind of really easygoing Southern Oregon charm that you would think would come from somebody that grew up in this area, but they didn't, but they fit right in. And I just really enjoyed the time I spent with them. I also look forward to seeing them be able to grow and seeing them at networking events and so forth, it's it's really a cool deal. I'm really happy to be able to catch up with them and get to know them a little better. Join us again on the next Grants Pass VIP, brought to you by the team at brianjpombo.com. Helping movers and shakers in Southern Oregon and beyond stand out. That's B-R-I-A-N-J-P-O-M-B-O.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest or a sponsor on Grants Pass VIP, go to grantspassvip.com forward slash contact. Guests who appear on the show do not necessarily endorse the opinions of the host or sponsors. The theme music is Fun Shot by Kevin McLeod. 
Our host is a Grants Pass resident and business strategist, Brian Pombo. I'm executive producer, Shawnee Douglas. Until next time, live rogue and have fun.